Welcome to another episode of the Woods, Water, Mizzou podcast. I'm your regular co-host, Skeeter, and along with me tonight, as usual, are Case and Cole. How y'all doing? Good. Howdy, y'all. Fellas, we're coming from your VSN, Variety Sports Network, uh, members of Homefield Studios, uh, bringing this broadcast to you. Go to Homefield, shop some great apparel, entering code Variety Sports in all caps for 15% off. If you want to shop a little more local, Go shop 573 Tees and our boy Mickey over there. Get the uh, Wilderness Brotherhood uh, to support the podcast or any other great stuff he has. Uh, he's even got Chief stuff. And as we talked in pre-show, in case agrees, it's rigged. They want Taylor at the Super Bowl. So there we go. <laughs> uh, fellas, it's been a week, a very busy week. You don't think of... January has a whole lot going on in in sports across the board for college sports, especially. But uh, biggest news for Mizzou this week wasn't even a sport that's in games right now. It's Mizzou football. We go out. Eli Drinkwitz uh, did kind of what I figured he was going to do. Goes and gets a name that nobody had brought up. Nobody had done. An article already wrote up, just waited to press print on it. But we go get Corey Batoon from University of South Alabama. Uh, don't know a whole lot about the guy. Um, don't mean anything bad about him. He's, according to Wikipedia, he's 55 years old, uh, born and raised in Hawaii. And he's he's been around a little bit, been around some big programs. So He's been uh, coaching football at the college level, me and Cole's entire life. Yeah. 32 years. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I I trust Drinkwitz at this point. You know, like whoever mm-hmm. he was going to go get, I didn't want DJ Durkin. That was the only name I heard out there that I was like, I don't want to touch that. I don't care. I agree. Win-loss results. I don't want that, you know, tied in with our program and all the good vibes that Drinkwitz built this year. So, uh, y'all know what, what college Corey Batoon played at? No, no, sir. It was in California. That's all I know. He was safety at San Diego City Junior College, and then he transferred back in the eighties. They had a transfer portal, Long Beach State. The dirtbags, right? I don't know. I don't know. I always hear a, a Long Beach State. It seems like in baseball. Yeah, really good at baseball. Yeah, Cal State Fullerton. Uh, he coached at UCM at one point. He was a mule at one point in there. Yeah, yep. yeah, from Missouri. Yeah, I did see that. So, uh. You know, it's. I think Drinkwitz has earned our trust in him and what he's looking for to fill that role. Do I feel that was his first option? Probably not. With it taking three weeks, but that's well. That's I mean, just like Maury, just like Maury, Mister Bland said, like, and I don't even know if it was part of the recorded, but they're they're looking for a obviously someone who's more than capable of the job, but a cultural fit. Right. I don't want someone's going to come in and wreck your locker room and, and clean your roster out and things of that nature. But it's trying to, and that may be why it took so long because you're yeah. wanting to find that good balance. I agree with you. I think that was a big part of it was finding someone that fit. Yeah. Fit the, because man, like Maury said, like I said last week, like we've all said, the vibes are like the best they've ever been in that locker room, maybe since the Pingle era, you know? And even then, we know there's rough patches there. So yeah, you got to find the right fit. You can't bring in, that's why I think me and Skeeter were talking why we're so afraid DJ Durkin, because boy, that seemed like the kind of 
he got let go not not just because you know the incident we all know about they said the locker room was toxic like and there was numerous players on maryland like this is a toxic locker room i'm sorry i don't want anyone with that kind of history anywhere near this team this team is too good right now but um we kind of go with i don't want to say relative unknown but uh i mean you find me five mizzou fans that knew who this was you know random mizzou fans knew who this was before we you know hired him i'll find you five liars (laughs) (laughs) well i mean uh University of South Southern Alabama or South Alabama, you know, their their head coach leaves to take the DC job at Alabama. So that's probably a good thing that they're their defense first team. That's what they're known for. Uh we know they went to Stillwater last year and beat Oklahoma State and held Oklahoma State to seven points. And I don't think South Alabama has the same level of athletes that Oaks Oklahoma State even had lining up against them. So for them to hold them to seven you know, that's knowing your X's and O's and coming in with the game plan and being prepared and executing and putting players in position to succeed. So if he can do that there, I'm excited. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's it's exciting. I'm glad for it to finally be over. Uh, it did seem – didn't he hold a uh, – I believe he held a some sort of a recruiting – Assistant recruiting operations at Ole Miss, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, of course, if you're if you're going to work under Coach Drinkwitz, you got to be able to recruit because that's part of it. That's that's what uh, that's one thing that Drinkwitz hangs his hat on. So you got to believe that that was obviously another uh, bullet point on the resume that they were they were trying to focus on you again cultural sir. fit. Okay, good. Not well, good because I'm right, but I'm glad that I'm glad that. Uh, I did read so, that correctly. That he, that he holds uh, some. Yeah, why don't you? I don't. I don't know. Kind of go over a Cliff Notes version of maybe his resume for yeah, those that do, may not I'll have seen real it. Quick. It's it's a long one, so get ready, boys. Uh, ninety one, ninety two, Pierce College, Colorado, DB coach. Ninety three, ninety five, St. Mary's, um, uh, DB California school. Yeah, California school. Ninety six, uh, Central Missouri State. Ninety seven, Montana D line coach. 99 98 to 10 years longest so far uh, 98 to 08 northern arizona um 09 to 11 arkansas state now was drink there at that same time no no yeah, i did you. look that up and no well he yeah you see that and you think oh there it is you know what i mean yeah uh yeah from 12 to 14 he was old miss assistant uh de- player development and defensive assistant so he was doing recruit oh sorry he was uh recruiting operations defensive defensive assistant and uh, player development, so I had a big thing there. Then from 15 to 16, he was special teams coordinator and safeties coach at Ole Miss. Uh, 17 makes his first DC move. That's Florida Atlantic. 18 and 19, Hawaii, back in his home state. 2020 Liberty safeties coach. Wasn't Liberty pretty good in 2020? My year early on that one. But Liberty's had a fairly good team for the last few yeah. years that I can think of. So, and then he's been from 21 to 23. He's been uh, South Alabama's. DC and safeties coach, which is oddly the exact same role that Blake Baker had at Mizzou. Well, that's another thing I think that not a lot of people were maybe focusing on. You know, obviously the main role he was going to fill was the defensive coordinator, but I think if you can find someone who can coach both roles like Blake Baker did and Mm -hmm. and defensive coordinator and a safeties coach, you know, you're obviously – kind of combining something there. I think the only thing left now is uh 
an assistant defensive line coach, uh, whether that's going to be the inside or the outside, but one other defensive person on the staff, and it, it sounds like things are uh, things are complete. Yeah, I mean it's it's exciting to finally have a name and and stop all the guessing and wondering like, hey, are they just sitting on their hands? What's what's yep. the deal there? You know, we uh, it doesn't really change a whole lot for right now, other than we get to speculate uh, with the name and kind of get to do a little bit of history of systems that he's been in and uh, defensive fronts that he used. I did hear something about him running the, uh, I think it was like the five, two, four, four two, something five. or four, two, five. Yeah. Which, yep. uh, the only thing I can think of that was K state two years ago when we played them, gave us fits, uh, running that. So, uh, not real sure. That's exactly not terribly what different system. than what we ran last year. If you think about it, yeah. it's very, uh, yeah, it's very similar. Also, Man, today's day and age college football, you can't just run one defense. It's not like when I was a kid and if you ran four three, there was always four down linemen and three linebackers. It's if you're not switching, switching packages every six, you know, six seconds, you're getting scored on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as far as I know, that's the only football news that we got, other than uh guys going to the senior bowl and and getting their measurements and the was it Shriners Bowl, I think is another one that Maybe Rick's like AC's Bowl, at. Bowl. Yeah. So uh got a bunch of Mizzou guys that are fixing to be trying to make their dream come true, going to the league and getting their measurements and, and getting uh tried out there. So uh that's just something to keep an eye on and see whose draft stock rises. I think D Rob is probably gonna be a name that jumps up a lot of draft boards when he gets up there and gets to show his athleticism. You know, you think about it in his ankle injury and how long did that take him to get over yeah you know him for a while didn't it yeah and once you see at the end of the year as he was getting healthy and learning that dn wasn't a whole lot of tackles out there that were able to block him no sir so yeah no, and he take, did oh, go, ahead. go ahead go ahead nope you go ahead i was like you take memphis <laughs> d rob versus what we saw later in the season against ohio state or against uh tennessee and florida it's a totally different totally different guy for sure it is, and I, I believe I heard in an interview or some some form of media that he was going to be testing in the draft with the defensive tackles, which is I think a little where he's a little bit more comfortable, which makes sense as well because there are some absolute freaks of nature on the outside, and and it's not by any means whatsoever to discredit D Rob and and his athleticism and his capabilities, but. You know, if you aren't if you aren't already getting first round grades, you know, you could get a little lost in that pool. Whereas if you you know, the defensive tackle pool I would say is a little less known, maybe a little more opportunity to establish yourself as a higher end um pick out of that draft pool. So I think that's really smart for him to want to test with the defensive tackles and kind of solidify himself in that position but you know he also has a year's worth of tape of him on the outside so it really it could kind of go either way whoever ends up picking him up they know that he could play both positions if need be the measurements that jumped off to me was jc carlisle i don't know if y'all saw him but i think it was like 6 3 220 yeah like you get a safety that can it's run like safety. him like holy cow that dude 
you know, maybe we didn't we took him for granted and didn't really understand what he was back there to the defense. So uh how exciting is it to have this many Mizzou Tigers prepping themselves for the draft, not just guys like trying to make a roster or undrafted yeah. free agents. Like these are guys gonna hear their names called. Uh maybe not day one, like Enos is on the verge of, of hearing his on the Thursday night, but Friday there might be a name or two and but Saturday there'll definitely be some names called. So uh and it's only gonna get, get better because there's guys coming behind them. They're gonna be getting their name called uh in the years to come. So that's exciting. But let's go and transition over into basketball. Saturday. Man, it is like they could get it to four. Uh and then South Carolina go hit a three. <laughs> you know, just yep. never could get back all the way into it. Ended up losing 72-64, which South Carolina is this year's Mizzou from last year as far as yep. nobody gave them expectations. Nobody expected anything out of them. And they're going to be up there fighting for the four seed uh, come SEC tournament time. I think they're just about a lock for NCAA tournament at this point. There's still yep. 11 SEC games to go. Uh, I don't even have the standings in front of me, but I know they're they're having a really really good year. Uh, they got that that big guy Mac that can shoot from the outside and play inside. Like, imagine what he could be on this team for us. <laughs> but uh, man, you just look at it, and I think at this point we don't harp too much on the losses. Not a whole lot to talk about. Just shows a lot of fight from the team still. But this Wednesday. I think it's one that's circled, and this is our get-right game. And I ain't saying get-right is like get back on a winning streak, but we've been been standing toe-to-toe and fighting with the opponent for many of the games this year. But I haven't been able to go over that hump. This Wednesday, you got an Arkansas team coming in. I don't know if you all know what's all going on with that program, but D.O. Davis, or their super senior leader that came back, has stepped away from the program. Listening to TSPN Radio down here today, they're not even sure if he's coming back this year at all. It was a, a one-sentence statement, I think maybe three or four words. That was it, an hour before tip-off. And then Musselman refused to talk about it. Brazil's banged up with knee and ankle. Not even sure if he's going to play in Como. They're not not highly set on it. Uh, Chuck Barrett, the voice of the Razorbacks, was on the ESPN this morning. Said he hasn't been practicing, so probably don't look for him to go. But, uh, you know, he's going to play in Como if he gets the chance. And I think Musselman's at the point right now he'll play anybody. Uh, go See ahead, that, Case. that tweet go around the David Musselman? No. So one of the – it's a big-time college basketball account, like 25,000 followers said uh, Musselman is playing his exit strategy. He's already been in talks with Arizona State and uh, Minnesota. Uh, yeah, they were talking on that on this evening, but uh, I think Louisville, there's reports of Louisville and then UCLA with him having ties to Southern California yeah, already. He's a Clippers but, coach for a minute, wouldn't he? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I would like him to leave. But at the same time, like, he led a team that was preseason, what, last year to 10th in the SEC. And I don't know if they're going to touch 10th this year. Yeah. So, Maybe he's okay to stay Arkansas. It it just I mean what I'm saying is it seems like you're right. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in this team right now, but if there's a time for us to go out and get some SEC wins, Arkansas team looks like it's on the ropes a little bit, and we know our coach isn't going anywhere. 
you know, maybe they can kind of dig in and and fight for uh fight for gates in that way. Yeah. I mean, we very much have a chance to go on a win streak this week. We have Arkansas Wednesday and at Vandy Saturday. And I'll yeah. I, I haven't kept up with SEC basketball standings, but I know Vandy's right there with us and not having a conference win. Well, those three it, teams are pretty much the bottom dwellers. Absolutely. <laughs> SEC. Uh, this I'll is say just, this. I'm going to be there Wednesday. Are you? game. Yep. I'm going. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's what it'll be. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll bring Miss Mister uh, Mister Luck. It's the tournament of suck this week for us. <laughs> we found out just how bad we really suck. Man, uh, I feel so bad for. Her. I really do. Like, no, I was talking to Mister Carter, uh, Noah's dad, the other day. Just kind of, you know, because I don't want to. I don't want to bother Noah. Um, but talking to Joe, you know, he said they're they're staying in good spirits and like they're. We all know. We've already talked about it. How this team is just stays so close between four to six points at yeah. any given moment throughout the game. Um, and these dadgum scoring droughts and, you know, it just, it doesn't seem like they can get at least two to three guys to put together on any given night. It's just, it's one guy's night per night. And, you know, there's not been a whole lot of help regardless of whose night it, whose night it is. So, well, I, I went back and was looking at box scores uh, of the Pitt and Wichita State game. Kevin Grill, that was 25 minutes a game that you're having to spread out to other guys now. Uh, man, you just – I didn't realize at the time what he meant to this team. And I, I really do believe uh, you could probably take some of these losses that we've had uh, – you know, SEC opener, we lose by seven to Georgia, uh, lose by two in overtime to South Carolina, six to a and eight this week to South Carolina. You could probably flip a couple of those uh, having Kevin Grill out there. But yeah, um, I just just put it in reference how bad Arkansas is, even though they do have a conference win. Our seven conference games, our average margin of defeat is 9.4. Arkansas seven conference games. Now keep in mind they have a win in here. We don't have a win. Their average margin of score in that game, thirteen point two. You. And this game's at home for the Tigers. So yes. I'm looking forward to it. Um I know the season has not gone the way that any of us have wanted to. Um I know that it's not a rivalry. However, this is going to be a good game. It'll be a fun game. Um, and maybe mass chaos for the entire time, or I don't know, maybe barn burner. I don't know what we're going to get, but I'm excited. I'll tell you that. I'm pretty sure like, it's not going to be a barn burner with either of these offenses. No. You never know, man. You just never know. <laughs> I did laugh. I, I consoled with the Arkansas fan on Twitter who uh, is the Arkansas Twitter page is talking about this upcoming game. And it was just the gif of uh, two trash cans getting pushed by water down, racing down the street. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, we are both the bottom there, buddy, aren't we? <laughs> the uh, Unfortunately. One of the most anticipated or entertaining aspects of this game might be the Antlers versus Trevin Brazil. Yes, yes. it will. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, uh, he didn't get to play last year in either game against Mizzou because he had, he had blew his knee out. But, uh, man, I, I kind of hope he's healthy just so – Antlers get get to rattle him a little bit while he's on the on the court, but uh, 
I mean, we just got to turn the page there. Hope we get a win. The women's basketball, they lost all that momentum. So maybe if we say fire Coach Robin again, they'll go on a winning streak again. I don't know. It's not looking good there. Uh, man, you just – you know, football, you can you can miss on a guy or two and be all right. You know, as long as it's not quarterback, I think you can be all right. But basketball, you miss one or two players – and it can throw a whole season off. Yep, it, it can. can throw a whole season off. Yeah, so. I'm, I solely believe if, and on men's side, obviously, I don't. Uh, was referencing here, if we had gotten the Caleb Love or the Cleveland or someone like that in there, this season goes a very different way. It just Caleb Love just went off for thirty six over the. I'm, he's very balling. Yep. He is balling. <laughs> I would love maybe five years in the row we can get someone on the team on this podcast and we can figure out what just happened because didn't it seem like all the momentum was he was going to New Zoo and then last minute he was in Michigan and then nice Arizona but paycheck was it though we could, um, guys let's not act like Mizzou is not got some people willing to fork some money over you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so I mean but you talk about Michigan and Arizona that's some some big time brands there too, especially in basketball with Arizona that I know they get some people that can, Hey, I want this player coach goes to them and they'll probably say, Hey, you tell me here's a blank check. Go I fill know, it man. out. I, I, there's gotta be something there. I think, I think there's something there. I want to he, Maybe he don't like mama's cooking that much. <laughs> I don't know. He broke up. He broke up with his girlfriend, St. Louis. Uh, wrestling. Uh man, Friday was good. It was exciting. Uh, close match, but got the win on the road at West Virginia. And then yesterday against Cornell, just flat, flat. We only win four of the ten matches and lose the duel overall. Uh, even aside from Noah Certain and Tyler O'Toole, or Keegan O'Toole, it just, there wasn't a match that Mizzou guy really looked good in. Uh, you got to tip your cap to Cornell. The good thing about it, it doesn't hurt a big 12 standings because they're an Ivy League school. So uh, that's that's not going to affect us there. But Do you think it was I, just the proximity to the two or like time frame between two matches, guys well, worn out? I, I thought that was a good excuse. And, and then I went and looked at Cornell's uh, schedule. That was our third day in a row to wrestle. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, Were they uh, home all three of those days? That's I'm not sure on that. Because we went from West Virginia up to, I don't know where Cornell's at, to be honest. It's Ivy League, so I assume North, yeah, Northeast. It's, it's up Northeast, but I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Even know I think it's Ithaca, there. New York, if I'm not mistaken. But um, Yeah, and, they, and obviously Mizzou stayed on the road, so they commercial air from, I'm assuming, Charleston, West Virginia. And flew into somewhere in New York. Um, so yeah, not ideal by any means. But uh, like Skeeter said, if there's a silver lining there, a um, it's a formidable opponent in in Cornell. B it doesn't hurt our standings in the Big Twelve. Um, and next match is uh, back at the Casa, right? Okay, state so our last home duel of the season. Your day uh, Sunday night. Or Sunday afternoon. Uh, there's no football games to be played, so you have nothing to really keep your attention away from it. Uh, but it is senior day, and they're doing a 
bunch of giveaways. Items include a Tiger Paws hat, back to back Big 12 Champions t shirt, Mizzou team flag, a three point foam finger, which, if you don't know what the three point foam finger for, it's you're wrestling, you get a takedown instead of yelling two now, it's three. So uh, you go there, you, it looks like you come home with some, some merch. So, but Oklahoma State, I don't know if y'all paid attention to them, but I think they were sixth and they just had to go to Iowa State, who was four, and they beat Iowa State. So uh, they're probably going to jump us in the rankings. Uh, but that's it's gonna be a, a tough tough duel and well and we were we were texting about this too and you know I, I feel like my text may have came off a little uh misunderstood oh, no. by you know what I mean by yeah. by no way am I happy that uh, Missouri lost to Cornell however I do think this could have lit a fire uh at the right time too you know you kind of drop a little in the standings your new incoming opponent jumps you and you have a a loss on the road that you're not too happy with at all that ought to that ought to fire up uh fire up the guys and create a electric atmosphere um and, tell you and who fired up. I, I watched the post game uh interview with coach brian smith and he is pissed off yeah. uh you can tell just the way he was talking there's going to be extra runs. Uh, the guys better, they better bring their uh, pails with them because he's going to work on beginning of this week, getting them ready for Sunday. Uh, but it's, it's one of the things like I, I knew what you meant with what you said in your text yeah. about, but I am just a sour puss loser. When it comes to losing, I wear it on my sleeves uh, like I ain't happy about it. Like if you're rooting for the other team, go kick rocks. I don't even want to talk to you right now. You just stomp <laughs> you know? around the house all day. Is that what you do? Yeah. Yeah. You just stomp like, around. I took my five-year-old and pin him down on the ground. I'm like, this is how you pin. <laughs> 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 uh, I didn't really do that. Don't call DFS on me, but <laughs> it, uh, you, you get these programs and I, I, I guess just, going through the year and the way we were dominating as a team and they're just I, I was you know counting my eggs before they hatched and thought oh we're gonna be undefeated going into nationals and you know we're gonna have a chance at national championship and the way wrestling is you can lose a duel and it don't really mean jack when it comes to the end of the year because you're gonna have so many qualified through the big 12 tournament and then they go to nationals and they still have their shot and it affects nothing as far as it don't matter how you go in the nationals. Your national champions off how your team does in that tournament. So all that's still there in front of them. And the guys get to go back and regroup and retool and get ready for the next one uh, against Oak, Oak State. So uh, I don't think there's anything else to touch on there as far as you guys know, huh? Uh, I'm a little upset because I started looking up tickets for the national championship at T-Mobile Arena here in Kansas City. They're not cheap. They're $700 a ticket. Are, are you sure that wasn't a three-day pass? Uh, it might have been. Because they do, not, they do sell them in passes. That is, I, can't af- I cannot afford that. Uh, yeah. That is a ton of money for three tickets. Let me message Noah and see if he'll put you on the list. I need to ask Noah on the list, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I was, me and, uh, me and my wife watched the uh, West Virginia meet 
And I was like, yeah. oh, maybe I should buy tickets now, but I don't need them. I can sell them to someone else. I'll be here in town. I could, you know, whatever. And then I was like, geez. <laughs> yeah. You always, come I expected. always come down to Tulsa and watch them at the BOK Center. Yeah, but. Uh, for the Big 12 championship. T-Mobile is so close to my house. <laughs> yeah. You already spent a lot of money to go to T-Mobile last month. I don't want to go back again. That was alarmingly expensive to go see us play Seton Hall. Yeah, I was surprised by that one, too. Uh, I'm going I'm to look a little bit later in the week at what tickets are for Sunday against Oklahoma State. May do a giveaway again for some wrestling tickets there. Uh, just would love to get listeners in the seats. If I, it's a good thing I don't live in Como because I probably would not have electricity if I could, <laughs> if, if I could uh, have the choice of going to a game or keeping lights on a pass, I would probably choose to go to a game. Like I love my Tigers and want to go support them every chance I get. But uh, another sport that we've been keeping an eye on, the hockey team had their senior day weekend against Dallas Baptist. Do y'all know? Where the hockey hockey club plays at? Jeff City. Jeff City. Yeah. Yeah. No ice in Columbia. Yeah. So, uh, but they they handled their business there. Uh, I think it was five four Friday and then eight one Saturday. But Dallas Baptist didn't have like five guys on the bench compared to us, so we were just a lot deeper and a lot fresher. But uh, they've got a little little open invitation deal on an outside rink coming up this weekend in St. Louis and then it's playoff time for them uh, for their MACA, I think that's how you say it, the division they're in and then Nationals being St. Louis later this year but next week we look at having coach uh, Bob Bucher or Bucher on uh, and, and talk about that and maybe bring a hockey player with him and get a little exposure for the hockey club and all the work that those guys do represent Mizzou uh what else are we at gymnastics I, I, huge win I, I didn't know what to do for a background i know it's wrestling but it's the hearns where gymnastics was friday number three lsu coming to town and girls come back and got a win there huge 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 over 7500 people i think in attendance yep. uh great atmosphere and i mean I, i'll support them i'll talk about them I can't explain what they're doing. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're dominating. They got some dominant freshmen. Um, it's just impressive, man. Like, they fairly new coaching staff. Um, first year, actually, right? If I if I remember correctly, don't get me to lie. First year coach, I believe. Um, however, it's just it's awesome to continue this this winning through the athletic season, not just, you know, unfortunately basketball isn't having the greatest year that we thought they were going to have, but you know, football, um, volleyball had a pretty damn good year. Wrestling's have doing a great, great job this season, gymnastics, hockey. So winning in, uh, winning in Mizzou case you need to work on getting old big red down here. Getting on the gymnastics minute. Yeah, I know. Uh, the problem is we record so late, she can't stay up past eight thirty. So yeah, I think Poor that's my issue. Poor little taint. Yeah, I don't know if it's his first season here or not. I'm trying to look it up, but uh, no, he was he was still coach for us last year, hmm. according to the school website. 
Maybe I'm thinking of gymnastic. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm volleyball tired. I'm sleeping. Thinking of volleyball. Uh, yeah, so thinking of. yeah, I don't know what's going on. I get very excited. Like, like oh, Mizzou scored like nine point seven five. Like, oh yeah, I don't yeah. know what any of that means. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> we just need an outdoors woman to join the gymnastics team, and then we can have her on. Yep. What she would can... you What would you rather do? Go up against a Mizzou wrestler in similar weight to you, or take on one of the Mizzou gymnasts in one of their routines? And try to duplicate Lord. it. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I, I I would lose against Mizzou gymnastics, but I could probably like not die in a floor routine. Me and Rocky Elam are pretty much the same weight, and he might murder me. He might snap <laughs> you in half. I, either like, way, I'm getting humiliated. Yeah, whether exactly. I won't die if I like just mess up a floor routine really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'll put my weight. I'm I'm two ten, so. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting waxed. Um, you, you would have to cut Tim, well, thirteen pounds to wrestle Rocky, or otherwise you're giving up uh, seventy see, pounds. Over 50, <laughs> his brother Zach and that's what I mean. I mean Zach. Me and Zach are the same weight. Uh, yeah, yeah and, no. Uh, and then I mean gymnastics. I could try. I'm not, I'm not going to score any points, but yeah, I would <laughs> I would lose aggressively, but like yes, yeah. I'm not going to. Well, no, you could you could certainly get injured in gymnastics too. So. Oh, you can. I'm just saying is, I think I think I could just like phone my way through that a floor routine fought long enough as opposed to Zach Elam physically murdering me. It's been so long since I ran. I could probably just say, "Hey, I'll go up and get your floor routine, girl," and I try to run to the other side, and I'll I'll trip and it'll look like I tumbled out there across. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking, I'll just yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do any cool flips like they do, but like I can definitely do like the. Like, you know, dancing. <laughs> oh, good night. I'm putting that on Instagram. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's a lot of fun doing this stuff. You never know what I'm going to pull out of these guys. Uh, I don't even know what I'm going to pull out. of <laughs> just come to me right there. So, uh, let's see. Baseball. We just uh, had a special guest on there, uh, Jackson Beeman, and getting ready to gear up there at we're less than a month away from baseball season being in swing, but uh, I guess softball would be right there with them. Uh, man, it's there's Fly there's by. a lot there's a lot of hype, and it's a great time to be a Mizzou Tiger fan. Uh, it's been a while since I can remember this much anticipation week in week out of sports and big games. Just you know. If we could get last year's basketball season with this year, <laughs> yeah. I think we'd about be an unbearable fan base. I'd be invincible. <laughs> yes. I would be invincible. All right, fellas. Is there anything else we need to talk on? No. Case, I, I do want to say you talked about going to Kaufman last year uh, for the Mizzou KU uh, baseball game there. And you talked about how they only opened one bathroom. I didn't want to say this when Jackson's interview because I don't want to get a college kid in trouble for coming on our podcast. But in the Kauffman Stadium defense, most Kansas people don't have running water, so they're not used to using a bathroom. I think they shit themselves, probably walk around with the pens or diapers or them old prairie dog pills, as our friend over at the Mazogcast would say. So uh, probably right. You're probably right. So I know when I went to that game that uh, KU would actually it was actually their home game. They rented out Kaufman 
to go there, which is hilarious because I, I think they got outnumbered fans. But uh, probably when they started written, like, all right, when all the bathrooms is priced, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just do Mark one. it down from all of them to like one bathroom. Where does that put the price at? <laughs> like, they, they ain't using it. <laughs> They'll bring their buckets. Uh, any chance we get to crap on them buttholes out west, we'll gladly do it. So, uh, uh, screw them. M I Z, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. All, right. all right. Well, fellas, I guess that's going to wrap up another week. Next week, we're going to have, uh, like I say, the hockey coach on, and he might bring a player on with him. Don't know for sure on that, but hey, if any of our listeners are into the Mizzou Hockey Club and have questions, send them our way. Uh, but also look out for later this week. I'm going to drop that Jackson Beeman interview. And man, what a, what a great guy. Uh, and if you need a little excitement or hype in your life, Listen to what he says, and he'll get you excited for baseball season. Yep, he's a great interview. Great guy. All right, fellas. Everybody have a good week. As always, M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Go Tigers. Y'all take care.